0: everyone, my name is Kathleen Thompson. Welcome to my podcast, Curated Wisdom for the Total Woman. This is episode two. If you didn't get a chance to go out and check out episode one, please do so because it gives you an introduction into who I am. And there's also some content in there I think will be really helpful for you. So today for my listeners, I'm going to talk about a subject that I think everyone is very familiar with, and that is relationships, specifically marriage. Um, I've been married to my husband Tony for 17 years but what a lot of people don't know about me is that I was actually married before I was married to him. I got married very young at the age of 19 uh, right after I graduated from tech school in the Air Force and guys we didn't even make it two years. That was a pretty bad marriage but I learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about what I like and what I don't like for a future husband. So in about the 14th year of marriage, um, God gave me some insight on what really makes a marriage work and how we can get our happiness when we're married to someone else. So when we were living in Nebraska, I was actually getting ready to go to sleep. And before I could even pull my feet up underneath the blankets, God gave me a thought And when I have these thoughts, they come really quick. So I have to write them down or they're gone. And this is what God told me. He said, don't work on your marriage, work on you. And I was like, wow, that's a pretty awesome thought. So I wrote it down and he said it to me. So I guess it's for me. And I began working on myself. So based on my previous marriage, I spent a lot of time in that relationship um, working on the other person. So I was always trying to make them do things that would make me happy. So I was so focused on them that I never really spent a lot of time working on myself. And I took that same approach into my marriage with Tony. Like I was always hyper-focused on the other person. And when I say hyper-focused, I believed a lot of false narratives that there are out there about marriage and what your spouse is supposed to offer you in marriage. So let me know if you've heard any of these phrases, like my spouse is my soulmate, or my spouse is my rock, or my spouse is my everything. Guys, I'm gonna be married to Tony for 18 years in February. And I tell you, all three of those phrases are complete lies. There's just no way that your spouse can be that for you because they're imperfect. Those are actually phrases that we should be using for God. Like, God should be your rock. He should be everything and not another person. You know, Tony, he's a lot of things to me. He's my husband. He's the father of my children, my partner, my companion. He's my best friend but he's not responsible for my inner healing or my happiness. You know, years ago we were having a conversation and Tony told me, he said, I'm going to get what I need from God. So I need for you to go get what you need from God. And let's meet back in the middle and put them together. And that's, y'all, you guys a really good formula for a happy marriage. And when I tell you that if you spend most of your time growing and maturing in your relationship with God, You're going to be able to give the best parts of yourself away to your husband and your children. And when I say the best parts of you, I mean your husband and your children, they need um, a wife and a mother that's not broken. They need to see me living my best life, not just externally, but internally, you know, like just having more peace, more patience, you know, because I have girls and it's so important to me to model the nature of God to them. I mean, the more that you hang out with the person, the better you're going to get to know them and actually pick up some of those traits. So like I said earlier, Tony's my best friend. I hang out with Tony more than I hang out with anyone in the entire world. I know him and he knows me better than anyone else. So I know what he's thinking. He doesn't even have to say anything. I know when he's upset, he doesn't even have to say anything. But I also pick up a lot of things from him. And it's the same way with uh, God. The more you hang out with him, the more time you spend with him, you're going to begin to pick up some of his attributes, like love, joy, peace, kindness, gentleness. And guys, when I tell you when you get to that place where you depend on God for everything, it's just the most freeing feeling, just like not to be dependent on another human for your own happiness. Like, I don't depend on anyone, like, I don't depend on my husband. I don't depend on my kids. I don't depend on my mama. Like, I don't depend on nobody to uh, fulfill things in me that I feel like are lacking. You know, it's just really freeing to take the pressure off other people to do what only God can do. It's just so freeing. So, you know, I actually think, too, like, we put too much pressure on other people and, and have expectations. And when those expectations are not met. We're easy to blame the other person for why we're, we are not whole or happy. So if you listen to my first podcast, I told you the story about how I used to go into my husband's office at like 530 in the morning and I just cry all the time. I'm like boo-hooing. And then one time, finally, Tony told me he was like, Kathleen, like you just don't spend enough alone time with God. Like He didn't tell me like I don't spend enough time with him. He was like, you don't spend enough time with God. You know, like I saw him doing those things, like all these years that we've been together. And I thought as long as he was doing it, like it was good enough for me. But you see, like, even though we're married, we all have individual paths on our walk with Jesus, you know, and my husband, he's also our only child. So he understands like having to do things alone. And basically what he did was when I walked into his office, he just turned the tables on me. You know, I wanted to put all the pressure on him to help me fix my problems, And I had those problems before I even married him, you know. And basically, he was like, no, you just can't be a victim anymore. You know, he wasn't going to have me um, just keep using him as a scapegoat for why I wasn't happy. And if I look at the totality of my life, I think that one place specifically that I was looking for happiness was probably when um i was having children you know you know when our kids are babies you know they're so cute they're so lovable i mean and they just love you back all the time and you know and then they turn to toddlers and then they're so precious you know you can dress them up how you want to you know you can make them go to sleep when you want to and they love you so much and you just love your baby But let me tell you guys, they grow up so fast. And when they start growing up, and I'm actually going through that phase right now, when they start growing up, you start feeling like you're losing control. And that fuzzy feeling that you had when they were babies or toddlers, it begins to leave. And you start realizing that they want to be with their friends and out-socializing more than they want to be with you. And they don't think that you're so cool anymore. Like they did when they were little kids. Y'all, Destiny, my miracle baby. She's going into high school next month. You know, that's so crazy for me. She's going to be 15. She's so big. She's a little woman. And I heard someone say this, and I can't remember who said it, but they said, the moment you have a child, we are preparing them to leave us one day. And that's so true. The moment that we give birth to children, we're preparing them to someday leave the nest. But the point was, you know, Disney. she's gonna be leaving in a couple of years. And if I just rely on her and that happiness that I felt when she was a baby and a toddler, like how she loved me and I loved her back and that just made me, it just made me feel whole and complete. Like, I'm gonna be disappointed because she's gonna have her own life in a few years. And I don't want to be so dependent on her or other people that I can't function when she's off at college. You know, I think we should really, you know, learn to free ourselves from the burden of making someone else our everything. You know, our relationship with Jesus is the telltale sign of where we put our faith and who we put our faith in. You know, I would wrap up this um, podcast by saying, you know, specifically when it comes to people and finding happiness and other things and people, I would say this, don't worship people, don't worship things, don't worship money, worship the Lord. You know, he's inviting us into relationship with him every single day, and it's only that relationship that, that's going to satisfy all of your needs, spirit, soul, and body. So I use my relationship with Jesus as a cornerstone for all my other relationships. You know, out of the abundance of love that I get from him in private, I try to give that same love away to other people in my life. So for me, it works in a cycle. So first I spend time with God in private and I empty myself out to him and then he fills me back up and then I let him pour me out to other people and I do that over and over again. Every single day, every single week, 365 days a year. So to wrap up this episode, my message is, and will always be, is to spend as much time with God as you can. You know, it's changed my life, and I know it will change yours. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time, bye. Thank you.